I mentioned earlier that um, that during my absence, uh, one of the few people I spoke to, uh, frankly, was Ray Mordechai Kanelski, my good friend. We've been together for a very, very long time. He leads Bris Avram. And um, obvious, if, I mean, I shouldn't say obviously. I, I don't think we've spent enough time on this uh, network speaking about what's going on in the Ukraine. Um, uh, we did have an opportunity when Mayor spoke to Malcolm last Friday to touch on some of the issues. Uh, but there are so many stories of heroism, so many stories of uh, of terrible, heartbreaking episodes. And I mean heartbreaking literally, where, where, where physically people are being so afflicted and affected and heartbreaking emotionally. And Rabbi Kanelsky told me one of those stories. He also, I, I know we're very far away. Well, we're not very far away. I know we're, we're still a distance away from our Nissan Chesed campaign. And I'm looking to make this year's campaign even stronger. Um, just keeping other people in mind. And I know we have time. I know we have time until Rosh Chodesh Nisan. I know we have time until after Purim. But in a way, I think that this um, this effort that Rabbi Kanelsky is now, is now leading is really part of our Nisan Chesed campaign, even though it's still the month of Adar. And I would like to encourage people to, to hop aboard and to be part of it. Uh, Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's a pleasure to speak to you. Special today, Zion Oder, very special day in the Jewish calendar. And uh, in the merit of that day, we know that happened the great miracle of Purim. And we know that in the merit of that day, the Rebbeinah Show will do miracles today also. Today is the uh, birthday, we, the birthday and yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu. I did not know that it's the yard site of Esther Hamalka, Queen Esther as well. I did not know so. Yeah. Then today is a very special day, very unique day, and it's a moment to ask everything from the Rebbeinah Shalom, because our connection to God is through the Taylor, and as it says, Moshe Emes v'Terose Emes, Vayaminu Ba'ashem of Moshe Avdei. Then when a Jew has the belief in Meisha Rabbeinu, has the belief in God, and is connected to God, and that's through Taylor mitzvahs. And the greatest mitzvah that the Taylor is teaching us is the mitzvah, As Rabbi Kiva says, says, and Rasha says it, this is the entire Taylor, V'idach Pirushi, and everything else is explanation of that. Yeah. But more than that, what's going on in Jetomer, this is a now. One, 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 one second. Let, let's let's set the stage here because there have been so many names of cities and regions that we keep hearing, and you know how the news is just bombarding everybody with what's happening in the Ukraine. Where is this? Where is this city? And and uh, what type of Jewish population does it have? The town of Zhitomer is about a hundred miles from Kiev. I was not there ever yet, and I hope to be there one day. But I was not there. Rev. Shlomo Vilholem and his wife Esther were sent by the Rebbe there as emissaries, and they opened up that place 27 years ago as Chabad emissaries in Zhitomer. Fifteen years ago, I met Rabbi Vilholem by the oil of the Rebbe, and he asked me for help, and the Rebbe Neshoim connects different things, and even that we are, you all know that I have here Bris Avroham, that I'm so involved, but when somebody comes and cries and needs help, we put everything away in helping another Jew. As, as it says in Tehillim, Me'ayin Yove Ezri, Ezri Mi Hashem. And the Rebbe once said, 
one of the rabbis of Chabad said, when you fulfill the ayin, the missing from one Jew, from another Jew, the Rebbeinah Shem says, I will help you. Ezri mi Hashem. Me ayin yove Ezri, from where comes my Ezri? From nothing. What's in nothing? When you help the other Jew that has the atzore, you help him, God will help you. Then he asked me that he has a building that the government wants to give him, that he, through a lot of pressure, he gets a building back, but it's an abandoned building. The property is good. We have to fix up the building. And I want to do there a children's school. And we raised money, Baruch Hashem, through our supporters. And the building was built and became an unbelievable building. And it grew up to a school for over 200 children. And by the way, we have to point out, now that I see on the map where it is, right literally in the center of the Ukraine, um, it, it's 100 miles from Kiev, about 100 miles from Uman. Um, this story that you're telling in terms of bu- building buildings and Chabad houses and children's schools, etc., I mean, this has been going on for God knows how many years in, in more than 100 places in the Ukraine, right? I mean, this is a there, – there are so many – there are so many cities. There are so many places there. And Chabad did there an unbelievable job, first of all, to give new life to these people that communism take, took away from them for 70 years. But the most important, it gave them connection, hope, trust. So many Balichuas became there. It's just unbelievable what was done there. And I want to tell you, when I was by myself with my wife, Two years ago in, in Moscow, by the, by the invitation from Rabbi Lazar, I want to tell you, I did not recognize. It's, it's something that for me, who was born in Russia, and who my family was prosecuted in Russia, my father and mother were refusing for seven years. I by myself was sitting in a cell for a year and a half. And seeing what's going on today, it is a miracle from God in every single stage. But back to what's going on today in Zhitomir, in this town, then 15 years ago, we built a school, and then about 10 years ago, he opened up an orphanage home called Olameinu. In that orphanage home, he started with 10 children, grew to 28, and grew up to 60 Yisoyimim Nebuch. Many, many mothers, Jewish mothers, getting birth to a child, leaving the child in the hospital, and Rabbi Shoma Vilhom with his wife picked up children, and I just unbelievable what they did to the children. From, from moral support, physical support, medical support, everything. I have pictures of, and videos of these children thriving and literally having a good time. He called me up two weeks ago on Friday morning and says to me, Mato, I am devastated. I must save these children. He says, the toying here cost 180 children, 60 saimim, the rest are regular children, Baruch Hashem, we have to save them, because it, the war started. We got together some people, Baruch Hashem, and on this moment, we saved not just the children, but over 500 people was moved from Zhitomer, first of all to do, to the Carpathian Mountains, then to Romania, and Baruch Hashem, they are today in Israel, the children. The children arrived to Israel, and I'm sure the whole social media saw Prime Minister of Israel, Mr. Bennett, holding a child as he goes down the steps from the plane, and next to him is standing Rabbi Shmor Shomer Behoven. Bris Avraham, Turet's friends and supporters, got, were paying for the buses to take out them 
from Zhitomer to uh, uh, Karpaty Mountains, then to Romania, being in Romania, pay, uh, staying in a hotel, getting food, and moving further. And today, there is still many, many people who are by the border and cannot leave the border because of no papers. There is many people left in Zhitomer, Rabbi Wilhelm left for them food in the basement of the shul before he left the Zhitomer. He bought food for over $30,000 worth of food that could stay in the basement, and the gabai and the shamash of the shul are distributing this for families. I saw the pictures, how they giving out packages of food, soup, people coming to have a kosher meal there, just a hot meal, just to survive. Unfortunately, two days ago, it came out some news that the people in Zhitomer got bended and people hit them, and therefore they had to run away. It's false news. I spoke with Rabbi Wilhelm yesterday. I speak with him every single day since last Friday, since two weeks ago Friday. Tomorrow will be two weeks. I'll be speaking every day. Nobody ran away because of anything. But thank God that they, they, they left. His wife, Esther, went with the first boss. He went with the last boss of the children and mothers and children. I mean, you, you, I see the pictures. It surprised the heart. It's the, your heart is melting. And uh... the most important, what the most important, what touched my life and touched me personal, he sent me a, a clip, and he's crying by himself. He's walking in his house from wall to wall and cries and says, God, you sent me here 27 years ago to build this town, to make this community, and to go with the entire community to Eretz Yisrael with Mashiach. I don't know what to take with me. I cannot take nothing with me because I have to run on the bus. The people are waiting for me outside. And by the end, what did he take with him? A sefertera that survived the Holocaust, that in the shul in Zhitomer, they were reading in that sefertera every single Shabbos. And that's the fate that takes with him, that this is the most precious thing that he takes with him. Everything else he says, the rabbis will help me further. Sorry for interrupting you. I'm just, that picture and that video, he cries and he holds the sefertera and he walks with the sefertera by the border of Romania between the tents. And you have to see him. And he is with his hands up with a smile and says, gotten you, you are with me. Rabbi Kanelsky's with us. We're talking about uh, just one of the episodes that uh, uh, is happening during this war in the Ukraine. And thank God the hundreds of people that Rabbi Kanelsky's speaking about made it to Israel or to other places. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, there are still plenty of people in the community in Jatoma who need to be supported and are being supported by food and a support system left in place by Rabbi Wilhelm and his family. Um, by the way, this story, and I know that they're not all duplicates. I know, I know it's not exactly the same. But the type of story that you're mentioning, communities that are still intact and need and, and, and are just desperate for basic necessities, uh, people still trying to escape, uh, not knowing what to, do, what to do with the elderly and the handicapped and, and those who refuse to leave, etc. I, I assume this is, if there are 150 Chabad centers in Ukraine, I would imagine this scene is being, you know, played out in many of them, and that the rabbis and rebbitzin, some of them, don't know what to do. Some have left; others have decided they must stay with their people. I want to tell you, I have a big, big 
uh, heroin for, for these people that are still there. I give an example. I know their family personal, the Wolf family. One rabbi is in Odessa. One rabbi is in Kherson. You're talking here two brothers. I am very close with, with the family. Their father of blessed memory helped my family when we came to Israel in 1970. His father was carrying the suitcases from the bus to our apartment in 1970 when we came uh, from Russia. And I'm connected with that family very, very close. My nephew was living in, in Odessa. And you have to see how he brought his base Isamim, and they are now in Berlin. And I'm sure you saw the social media, how the president of Germany came to eat lunch with these children. Look what's going on here. In, so many years ago, we all ran away from, from, from Germany. They destroyed us. Now these people saving these people. Nobody knows what's going on. It's a turmoil. The only thing which we, we know that there is Jews and they are our brothers. Eighty years ago, if we had money, and we would be able to save one more Jew from Germany, one more Jew from Hungary, we would save, do everything. Nobody knows what's going to be tomorrow. If we could save one more Jew to take, go out from Ukraine or to any place and to come to a safe haven, at our obligation as children and brothers from God, we should all do that to save one more Jew. As I said earlier during this show uh, to the audience, um, my thoughts have been, and I, and this is obviously something I've wanted to address once I got back, my thoughts have been to, to limit our discussion on the air about the uh, different funds that have been set up and all the solicitations that people are getting for the Ukraine. Uh, and more importantly, to emphasize to people to, um, to, to drift toward the more uh, well-known, established organizations where we trust and we assume that they are doing their due diligence to make sure the money gets to where it needs to get to. And I think that needs to be our attitude in general, but certainly now when we're being bombarded by requests. With that in mind, I am asking everybody to be as generous as possible. Rabbi Kanelsky is appealing for people, some of whom have escaped and now need basic necessities, whether in Israel or other places, and some of whom are literally where, in, in the middle of a war, in the middle of a war not knowing what the next minute will bring. Or like Kanelsky mentioned the, uh, before, we don't know what the next day will bring. They don't know what the next minute will bring. And when you watch uh, somebody like um, the president of Russia destroy millions of lives in, 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 a, in, a, in, in a matter of seconds from the perspective of our world, um, you literally don't know what's going to be in the next minutes. Um, Rabbi Kanelsky, how do people support this cause? I've mentioned that this time of year is one where we really try to get people to focus on doing things for others. You mentioned the importance of Zion Adar. You mentioned the importance of Ahaftalarecha Kamocha. What can we do right now in order to uh, help you and everybody who's leading the communities in Ukraine, helping those who are refugees in Israel and other countries at this point? What can we do to help right now? If you, anybody, could write out the check to Bris Avroham and write Zetomer. Very, very important. I don't want to mix, to, miss, to mix any donations because the money that goes for Zetomer goes straight to Rabbi Wilhelm and his wife. Then anybody who sends the check and writes Bris Avroham, because that is the legal name here in the United States, 
But at the bottom, any place you want to write the name Jetomer, but you must write also Bris Avroham. Then that money goes straight to the rabbi and the rabbitson that they should be able to, 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 to do it. You know, I'm looking on the picture, and now as I'm talking to you, I'm looking on the picture of the face of Mrs. Wilhelm, Rabbitson Wilhelm. She came here a few times to speak when we made different fundraisers for the, for the Beis Eisenim. She was vibrant. She, she had a smile. Her face is white. She doesn't know what's going on. And a personal note, they have a child also that needs help. I mean, you're talking here a family that I know personal. And, and, but from the other side, you say, you look at the rabbi, he cries, but he says, if this is Hashem Simcha, God is my father, and he will never let me down. You look at him on the both sides of, the, of, the, of, the, of this, and you say, I must help him. He must fix up. One more thing I forgot to tell you. On Monday, two bosses from Berdichev, Rabbi Wilhelm sponsored also. That's the next town next to Zhitomer. Two bosses from Berdichev of elderly Jews left. And, and uh, if you want, I could, anybody who wants to see some pictures or video, I'd be more than happy to send. Call the office, 908-289-0770. I will repeat, 908-289-0770. Or if you send a check, Brice Abraham, C. Kerov Zhitomer, 910 Salem Avenue, Hillside, New Jersey, 07205. And in the merit of us doing that, as now we are Thursday before Parsha Zohar, Zohar, Asher Oso, Chomolik, in every single generation, there is the people who want to destroy us. And the only one who saves us, Ba'kodesh Borchu, Matzileinu Miyodom. The Rebbein Hashem is saving us. Ba'yomim Ahim, Bizman Hazer. The Rebbein Hashem did the miracles on Purim. The Rebbein Hashem did the miracles again. The Chedesh Oder, Bori Mazwa, and we will prevail. The Dan Notzach. Rabbi Kanelska, I have to make a suggestion. I assume people can donate online. At brisavrum.org, yes. and I say that because a lot of people would probably want to do that right now. Uh, brisavrum, A-V-R-O-H-O-M.org. There's a donate button, and I'm assuming that somewhere on that page people can write that it's for Shatomer, correct? Yes, yes. So go to brisavrum.org, use the address that uh, Rabbi Kanelsky gave out at 910 Salem Avenue in Hillside, New Jersey. Use the phone number Rabbi Kanelsky gave out to be in touch if you want to donate over the phone. 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. We are uh, watching, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I, 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 we are bombarded by, a, by images of a war that's being conducted uh, with social media paying, paying 100% attention to it and, the, and television and radio and everybody paying attention to what's happening in the Ukraine. And it's just to see the suffering that is going on is just unbelievable. And... Um, you know, I, 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 you mentioned earlier about being in Moscow, and you've told us many stories of your youth, especially this time of year, because we always talk about Purim and Pesach and what it was like in Russia. Uh, in a way, is this much more believable for you? You know, we sit back, and I make a statement that that one person, and I don't want to give him the credit to call him a madman or a crazy person, because that would give him too much of an excuse for what he's doing. But one person, in in the stroke of a pen, or in the in the in the issuance of an order, can can alter and ruin the lives of millions of people. Is it less surprising for you because of how you grew up than it is for someone like me? 
I, 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 let me tell you one thing. I am still afraid to talk on social media about that because I am still born in Russia. And we'll be honest with you, for 50 years, I was afraid to go there. I still have this fear. And my children spoke with me many, many times, says, Tati, you must go there to break the fear from that. I went, I saw striving, beautiful, everything the best. I don't want to talk anything about it. I don't want to talk about the negative. I want to talk only about positive. Positive is God gave us an opportunity to do an extra mitzvah for our brothers and sisters. What is in God's plan, only God knows. I don't know. Birbeinu Shoyom created me, created the world, created everything. And he has his plan. One of his plans is, it should be the mitzvah of Rehakomecho. And that's our job is today, not to talk about the negative, do positive. Sur mirah vasetev, and then becomes back a showing where it fails. Distance yourself from negative, do positive, proceed peace, and run after that. Has to be shown, but Zdoka is bringing the shown, and every one of us will do. But we should not just do Zdoka. I would like to suggest it should be all the three things: Tero, Stilo, and Zdoka, because there are just the three pillars that stands the world, and each one of us should make an extra Stilo, Tero, learn something for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and in Russia. Kiseya extra capital tilium for our for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and in Russia, and give extra docker for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and in Russia, and in that merit will be by Yomahim Bismanaze. Rabbi Kanelsky, you mentioned something to me uh, earlier this week uh, that I know is a much more mundane topic, but I think it's interesting to to note uh, because. Um, Many people have spoken about how what's going on in the Ukraine affects people around the world, and often we don't believe that because, you know, we don't believe it until we actually experience it. Uh, you said to me that that Jews around the world don't realize just how much of the matzah for Pesach comes from the Ukraine. That's another thing. For the past so many years, I had matzah here for a much cheaper price that we had the ability to distribute matzah that was baked in Ukraine. We don't have this matter this year. I'm, I'm not trying here to, I'm not in the matter business sale that I should tell you that because of that, the matter prices will go up. Right. But this is another fact that was a positive for the, just look on the positive note of that. If I, when I was in Russia, I had to get matter from Israel to Russia. Now, Ukraine was sending matter to, um, to, to America. And to Israel, just think what the nation changes everything. <laughs> but the bottom line is, we don't have matzahs. And and you and you believe it's actually going to lead to a worldwide matzah shortage. It is already now. It is already now. If you want to go out now and buy a thousand pounds of matzah, uh, you cannot. You cannot. And in a typical year, you can. <laughs> Just of the records, I already have in my possession 4,000 pounds of matzah that I bought and distributed. Unbelievable. You never know. You never know. 
Um, and as you said, uh, the one above is in charge of everything. Uh, let's uh, let's step it up, everybody. And um, I know there are many, many funds, and there's many, many wonderful organizations that are collecting and no doubt following up to make sure the money goes where it needs to go. Uh, you heard the story about the Wilhelm family. You heard the story of heroism of Rabbi Wilhelm and his wife and the children. And I don't mean his own children in this case. I mean the children in the orphanage. Um, by the way, you, you said something. You, you I, said, I want to interrupt you for one word. You said something. If you would yeah. know, if you would know Rabbi Wilhelm, it's not the children of the orphanage. This is his children. Yeah, he is so feeling that these children in the orphanage are his children to a, to a different level of our sister. By the way, you said something earlier, which I want to go back to for a second, uh, unless you were just being, you know, you, you didn't mean it wholeheartedly, but it sounds like Rabbi Wilhelm is, is, is believing that he'll return to Zhatomer. Yes. Wow. It's pretty amazing. He believes in that. He believes in that. And he prays to that, and he says that there is still Jews there, and as long as there is one Jew in Jetomer, he, as the rabbi, is responsible for him. That is his belief, and that's what he says. He says, I am temporarily in Israel now to settle these children. What's my next step? I asked him yesterday, I said to him, Shweyman, what's the next step? He says, the Rebbeinah knows everything. I don't know nothing. Everything is in the hands of God, he says. I just know one thing. Now I have here the children. I have to settle them, make sure that everything is done. Then I will think what's my next step. Anything that you give to uh, Bris Avram for Zhatomer, please make sure to mark it for Zhatomer. Uh, 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770, or 910 Salem Avenue in Hillside, New Jersey, 910 Salem Avenue in Hillside, New Jersey. Uh, or you can go to the website, Bris Avraham, Bris, B-R-I-S, Avraham, A-V-R-O-H-O-M.org, and go to the Donate uh, button at the top of the page. There will be somewhere on that form where you can make sure that Rabbi Kanelsky knows it's for Zatomer. Just make sure to go out of your way to do that uh, to make it as easy as possible on the people in his office. Uh, Rabbi Kanelsky, we haven't really kicked off our Nissan Chesed campaign yet, but uh, it seems like it's coming fast and furious this year. There are a lot of Jews around the world, especially in the Ukraine, who need our help. Reb Nochem, thank you. In the merit of you spreading Yiddishkeit through the airwaves, there's so many people that hear only about Yiddishkeit, only through you. May the Rebbeinu Shoem give to you and Stacy, Gizunt, Gizunt, and Gizunt, and Nachas from your whole family, and to continue to spread the light of good for so many organizations, so many worthy organizations, through your ways of the radio. Yashar Koyach, and thank you. And I'm going to wish you a Freilich and Purim. Amen. Amen. Gamatam. Thank you. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, everybody. Bris Avram, 908-289-0770. 908-289-0770. Go to brisavram.org, B-R-I-S-A-V-R-O-H-O-M.org. I was very taken by this story. And if we could do something to help, let's do it. Uh, you want to earmark the funds for Zhatomer. Zhatomer. Bris of Rum is 910 Salem Avenue in Hillside, New Jersey, 07205. 07205. You want to earmark the funds for Zhatomer. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning broadcast. I'm honored to be here and very thankful to the one above that I am here. And you're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> 